This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning and welcome into another exciting edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Florida Panthers hockey over the course of the next hour. And as always, we have an exciting show heading your way. We'll tell you what's coming up here in just a moment. Tonight, the Panthers have the Detroit Red Wings on home ice at FLA Live Arena. It's going to be a 6 o'clock face-off this evening. 5.30, we'll have Panthers preview coming your way across the Panthers radio network. You can tune in in South Florida, Miami-Dade and Broward Counties, 560 WQA. Fox Sports 640 in the Palm Beaches, 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys. The NHL app always has you covered. So many places to consume Panthers hockey. And we invite you in for tonight's broadcast again, 5.30 across the Panthers radio network for Panthers preview. 6 o'clock will be the opening face-off. The Panthers and the Detroit Red Wings from FLA Live Arena and Sunrise. But, of course, we'd love to see you there. Get your tickets at FloridaPanthers.com or by calling 954-835-PUCK. You can Go to Ticketmaster.com as well to get your tickets for tonight's action. Panthers fans, time to rep the shield. Join the territory. Become a member now. Territory memberships for next season are on sale. Special benefits include pre-sale access to the 2023 NHL All-Star Weekend, priority access to playoff tickets, and much more. Go to FloridaPanthers.com slash members or call 954-835-PUCK to become a territory member today. Well, in this edition of the Panthers Insider Show, what do we have coming up? We'll get to highlights from Thursday's 3-0 Panthers win at home over the Ottawa Senators. That's coming up here in just a few moments, followed by some thoughts from yesterday after practice when Panthers defenseman Aaron Ekblad and Panthers interim head coach Andrew Brunette addressed the media. So we'll hear from them coming up here in just a few moments. Coming up next segment, we will revisit this week's 
featured guest conversation from the Territory Talk podcast, the official Panthers podcast, which you can find at floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk. Panthers forward Carter Verhage took some time out to chat with me and Jameson Olive. That's going to be coming up next segment. If you like what you hear, you can hear the whole episode at floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk. All the archived episodes are there as well. And coming up later on in the hour, George Richards from Florida Hockey Now. He's going to join the show. We'll talk about tonight's game. We'll talk about the week that was the action coming up for the Panthers. So again, lots to get to over the course of the next hour. The Panthers coming off that 3-0 win over Ottawa back on Thursday night at home. The Panthers, of course, have Detroit tonight at 6 p.m. After tonight, Panthers on the road for a couple of games. Monday at 7 in Buffalo and Tuesday at 7 in Pittsburgh. We'll have it all for you across the radio network. Thursday at 7, the Panthers are back home to play host to the Philadelphia Flyers. FloridaPanthers.com Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. Well, let's get moving here on this edition of the Panthers Insider Show. The Panthers getting ready for tonight's game against Detroit, but most recently, the Panthers picked up a 3-0 win over the Ottawa Senators on home ice Thursday night. Here are the Panthers' goals as they aired right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. High slot here's Bennett a shot to save me. The rebound, it's tapped wide. No, it's jammed in, and they score, and the Panthers get a power play goal. Looks like Marchman may get a piece of this one. Patrick Hornquist took a jam at it in front. Marchman looks like he finished the job, and the Panthers have a power play goal and a 1-0 lead. Backhand of the line where it's taken by Montour. Risha through traffic, jammed it out in front, and they score. The Panthers get a power play goal. It's 2-0. Looks like Patrick Hornquist right out in front got a piece of that one, knocked it underneath the Ottawa goaltender. The Panthers have doubled their lead with their second power play goal tonight. There's a shot from Forsling, loose out in front. A drive from Petrano, rebound, they score, it's Ryan Lomberg. The puck trickled through Forsberg, and Lomberg backhands it in as it was sitting on the doorstep, and the Panthers have a 3-0 lead. Puck deflects away, it's going to be sent out to the line, held in by Forsling, down to Huberto, hopped over his stick to the corner, a battle for the loose puck, and the final seconds will tick away. The Florida Panthers, 3-0 winners over the Ottawa Senators here this evening. An 18-save shutout for Sergei Bobrovsky. The Panthers, 3-0. They pick up the victory here this evening. So big win for the Panthers on Thursday night, 3-0 over Ottawa. The first two Panthers goals came on the power play. Yesterday after practice, Panthers defenseman Aaron Ekblad was asked about the evolution of the Panthers' power play over the course of the year. Yeah, I think it was uh, Christmas break where we kind of reevaluated and, and uh, since then made a big difference. Um, we weren't uh, particularly sharp to start um, after the All-Star break, but uh, we're starting to find our groove again and, and uh, obviously had a lot of practice last night. Uh, Barkey and Rhino do a fantastic job getting in the zone, um, handing it off to Hubie and uh, Duke on the wings. And uh Sometimes uh, the way teams pressure in this league, it's difficult. You know, we do the same thing to teams, right? Stand them up at our blue, often five on four on the PK. So um, it's definitely not easy to get set up, especially the way teams pressure these days. Um, but uh, once you do get set up after that pressure, there's a lot of open ice to make plays, and, and we're just trying to find uh, our stride in those areas. A couple of power play goals last time out for the Panthers. Certainly a couple of dangerous power play units for the Panthers with all the offensive firepower and skill that they present. Time now to hear from Panthers interim head coach Andrew Burnett. Sergey Bobrovsky had an 18-save shutout last time out. Here's Andrew Burnett talking about the game that his goaltender played back on Thursday. 
Yeah, but I think for Bob, I mean, the mental fortitude he had, he talked a little bit about last night. Those are hard, hard games to play, and, and we're giving up breakaways and some things that we, we've got to clear up. But just when you're getting your first few shots or you go that long stretch without a shot, and then they're coming on a two-on-one or a breakaway. And to be able to be sharp mentally um, is a really a really good gift he has. And there's nights that, that have been like that this year that we need him to be extremely sharp in those areas. It's not fair to him all the time, but it's a predicament. That, that we're forced to put him in. And one more thought from Andrew Burnett as the Panthers get set to take on the Detroit Red Wings this evening. Three of the NHL's top rookies will be on the ice tonight at FLA Live Arena. The Panthers' Anton Lindell, Moritz Sider, and Lucas Raymond of the Detroit Red Wings. Here is Andrew Burnett talking about what Anton Lindell has meant to the Panthers in this his first season in the National Hockey League. Yeah, it's been a huge boost. Um, and yeah, headache schedule. Uh, you didn't know, you knew we were getting a really good player and a really smart player. And I was a little bit familiar with them in my old job and watching them. Um, but to come in here and, and play the level he's playing at, at this competition, it'd be a shock to any of us that he was this advanced in his development. And uh, it's been a real, you know, very fortunate for this group that you could plug him in in, in that position and, and be able to take the ball and run with it. Early on, you know, I think we were a little bit cognizant of, of with the younger players. You, you kind of want them to earn it, the power play time, and just get his feet wet. But he's the type of kid that every challenge isn't too big, and he wants to be a great player. He just doesn't want to be a good player. He wants to be a good player, and he wants anything you throw at him, he wants it, and he wants more. And uh, it's uh, it's fun to see him develop, and he, he's trusting, as you guys have seen in every every situation. Andrew Burnett right there with some great things to say about his rookie sensation, Anton Lundell. Panthers and the Red Wings tonight at 6 p.m., 5.30. Panthers preview across the radio network, floridapanthers.com, ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. We'd love to see you out at FLA Live Arena this evening. I mentioned after tonight, Panthers on the road for back-to-back -back games. Monday at 7 in Buffalo, Tuesday at 7 in Pittsburgh. Panthers then back home for Thursday night against the Flyers. You can join the Panthers kick off your St. Patrick's Day festivities early when they welcome in Philadelphia coming up on Thursday night's FLA Live Arena. It's a 7 o'clock matchup. Enjoy another thirsty Thursday to kick off your holiday. Tickets are on sale now. Go to floridapanthers.com slash promotions. The Panthers and the Red Wings tonight at 6 p.m. So we're going to talk about that game and more coming up a little bit later on in the program when George Richards from Florida Hockey Now stops by. But coming up next segment, we will revisit the this week's Territory Talk podcast. You can find the official podcast of the Panthers at floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk. Carter Verhage stopped by the show this week, chatted with me and Jameson Olive. We'll get to that conversation coming up on the other side of the break. Doug Plagans here with you. This is the Florida Panthers Insider Show right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Hey everybody, welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Panthers hockey over the course of this hour. In just a moment, we'll revisit a conversation from this week's episode of the Territory Talk podcast. Carter Verhage joined me and Jamison Olive on this week's edition of Territory Talk, so we had a chance to catch up with the Panthers forward. That's going to be coming up in just a few moments. And, well, if you like what you hear, you can hear the whole episode. FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk. You can find the archived episode 
episodes there as well. So be sure to check it out. That's coming up in just a moment. Coming up next segment, George Richards. Been covering the Panthers for a long time. Covering the Panthers for Florida Hockey Now. He'll be stopping by the program. That's coming up next segment. So we'll talk about tonight's game, the Panthers and the Red Wings at 6 o'clock. We'll talk about the week that was. We'll talk about the upcoming games over the course of the week. Lots to get to with George. Coming up next segment, I mentioned the Panthers back at it tonight, 6 o'clock, 5.30, Panthers preview across the radio network. We'd love to have you on board for that one. 560 WQAM in South Florida, Miami-Dade and Broward counties. That's your place to tune in. Fox Sports 640 in the Palm Beaches, 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys. Also, the NHL app always has you covered. So many great places. Check out Panthers Hockey. Be sure to take a listen this evening. If you can't make it, of course, we'd love to see you out at FLA Live Arena. The Panthers and the Red Wings tonight, 6 o'clock face off floridapanthers.com ticketmaster.com 954-835-PUCK the number to call to get your tickets and the Panthers and FLA Live Arena are excited to bring you the FLA Live app the FLA Live app is an all new interactive arena mobile application to enhance and personalize visits to FLA Live Arena for Panthers games, concerts and events use this app for tickets, mobile ordering Panthers predict and much more download it now well, I mentioned this week on Territory Talk, the official Panthers podcast. You can find it at floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk. Carter Verhege of the Panthers stopped by the show and took some time out to chat with me and Jameson Olive. And I want to get back into that conversation. Let's revisit it. This was this week, a few days back on Wednesday, when Jameson Olive and I had a chance to catch up with Panthers forward Carter Verhege. All right, well, Carter, first, thanks for stopping by the show. Great to have you back here on uh, on Territory Talk. And just to start things off, a heck of a season for you guys as a team, for yourself individually. How's it been for you overall here in uh, year two as a Panther? Yeah, year two's been great. I mean, I think uh, we're a really good team, really good group of guys. And I mean, uh, yeah, it's kind of carried over from last year. Last year was really fun and having the same fun this year and we're winning a lot of games and the team's doing well. The fans are coming out to see us and it's nothing but positives. Carter, we were talking last time we had you on the show. It was your first tour of the arena, like right after you signed that first contract here. Obviously, a lot's happened since then. Could you imagine things would be where they are now when you signed that deal, uh, you know, a year and a half, two years ago? Yeah, I had no idea. It seems it's it's crazy. I mean, even with last year starting in January or whatever it started, it's like it's been only a year, and it feels like so much has gone on. So, I mean, yeah, it's to be here for and be signed for a couple more years too. It's been. It's awesome. I would never would have thought so. And you mentioned the buzz that you felt around town and in the building with the fans and everything like that. You guys were in one of the fortunate situations last year in that you yeah. at least got to have some fans in the building really from the get-go. But yeah. this year, I mean, I know one game that really stands out, the home game against San Jose when you guys won in overtime and the yeah. roof about blew off the place. It, yeah. What can you say about the electricity that has been inside FLA Live Arena this season and what that's meant to you guys as a team? Yeah, it's definitely been a buzz around town. I mean, you see us on the streets and the walls and people have license plates and stuff. It's been it's been awesome. I mean, the fans have been so good this year and they kind of carried over from playoffs last year. I remember in playoffs last year, there, it was crazy when we came back home, I think. And yeah, it kind of carried over this year and it's awesome to have the support of them. And I mean, I never would have thought it would have been a hockey town here, but it kind of is. So. Awesome. And Carter, on that a little bit, obviously even Tampa, you were more of a depth guy, you know, getting some opportunities here and there. Here you're a, a top six guy, you're one of the main guys here. Is it weird seeing yourself in like marketing materials on graphics and things like that? Because your face is out there quite a bit. 
Oh, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a little different being in a different role or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I used to see all the, the guys that have been, been in Tampa for a while on all the posters and everything. But, yeah, I mean, it's a little different doing all the media stuff and even yesterday. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, different for sure. It seems like there's a real belief with the group. Would you feel like, did you feel like that kind of set in last season? It seems like every time you guys hit the ice, you feel like regardless of what the situation is that night, you guys have what it takes to win the game. It seemed like that took place or took a hold with you guys last year and that yeah. confidence has really continued into this season. Do you think you really yeah. turned a corner last year? Yeah, I think we're a confident group. We believe in each other and we all support each other. We know how good of a team we can be when uh, we're all playing at our best and playing our system. And I mean, that's kind of what it is. We're trying to stay, stay the course and kind of stick to how we play best. And, but yeah, even from last year's playoffs and coming this year, we have a lot of confidence. We're a really good team and shows in the standings and everything. So. And the playoff series last year, I know you guys fell short against Tampa Bay, but was it a, a good learning experience for you guys overall? And it seemed like it really kept you guys hungry. And hey, if you have a chance to see them again in the postseason again this year, is that something that you'd be excited about? Yeah, I think uh, we definitely developed a little bit of a rivalry with Tampa. And, yeah, last year's playoff was pretty crazy. I mean, I think it could have gone either way. And I talked to the guys on the other team, they said we were one of their hardest uh, opponents in the playoffs. So, I mean, it gives you a little bit of confidence in this group. And I mean, yeah, it was a battle last year. So I think it, the playoff series could have gone either way and they ended up winning the cup. So it kind of just goes to show the talent level of this group and uh, how good we are, kind of. And building off that, what we talked about a bit recently is now teams after last year kind of grew a little bit, but definitely this season. When teams come in here, they, you got a target on your back. They bring their A game every time. They want to take down the Panthers. I've seen some fans now tweeting, you know, hey, if we can get a point against the Panthers, we'll take that. Do you guys feel that now, getting the you know, opposing team's best every single game? Yeah, I think uh, we definitely do have a target on our back. Everyone wants to be at their best, and uh, everyone knows what we kind of established uh, coming to Florida is – it's a tough uh, road trip for them. I mean, we're going to come out flying and they got to be at their best. So I think uh, they all kind of expect that now coming to Florida and whenever we, even when we go on the road too. So, I mean, yeah, we're at the top of the league for a reason. And I mean, uh, yeah, we're going to have a target on our back and we just kind of got to deal with it. It's only going to help. Yeah, it seems like they're still trying to come up with a, a clever nickname for when teams come down and play you guys, Tampa and Carolina. I know Bermuda Triangle's been tossed around, yeah, but uh, not a fun that's, a, that's a bit of a gauntlet. It's kind of become the new California t uh, swing. Teams used to go out and see yeah. San Jose, LA and Anaheim. It's a, a difficult swing for teams, but uh, Going, at, going off some of the, the recent games that you guys have played, another I guess another thing to look at as you guys go down the stretch this year, do you feel like you're playing a lot of desperate hockey teams? I mean, you guys are in a good spot. You're battling for the top spot, but there are a lot of teams that you're going to see that are fighting for their playoff lives. And yeah. how does that change a game when you go into it, when you're playing against a team that is kind of in a, in a do-or-die situation? Yeah, I think, honestly, I think it's only going to help us. I mean... Even this adversity we kind of faced here lately, lost a couple games, and I mean, I think we got to learn from it. And like in the playoffs, like it's going to be, you never know what's going to happen. There's so many different variables that can go on. And I mean, it could be losing a couple by a couple goals or whatever. And I mean, you, you honestly never know. So it's really good that we're doing this right now. And Kurt, I want to ask, like we said, it's been a while since we uh, had you on the show here. I think a couple weeks after we had you on back in your, your very few sign, you got put on that line in camp with Barkov, and you've been there ever since. A, a lot of changes on a hockey team throughout a year, but you've always been with Barkov since you've been here. Just 
how has that relationship grown on the ice between you and Sasha? Yeah, I think obviously he's an unbelievable player. I mean, we started off with that. He's so easy to play with. He makes everyone better around him. And I mean, it's it's been really, really easy to play with him. So, I mean, I'm fortunate to play with him. He's an awesome guy too off the ice. And really, he always wants to get better. He, he's a world-class player and he's always asking his linemates like me and whoever, like how, what he could do, where he could be and where we want each other. So, I mean, yeah, we definitely developed a lot of really good chemistry, but uh, like I said, he's one of the best players in the world, so I'm, I'm lucky to play with him. Do people ask you when you go back home in the offseason, what, what's it like to play with Barkov? Do you get that a lot? Yeah, they're always like, how sick is Barkov? But, yeah, <laughs> You're sure. like, I'm pretty good too. I got, you know, 20 plus yeah, goals I, here. I'm like, yeah, he's, pretty, <laughs> I'm like, he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, on that though, I mean, playing with Sasha, like I said, it's been a while now. A lot of Finns on this team added another one. Uh, Lindbaum yeah. the other day. Yeah. Have you picked up any finish yet? Do you, do you get a word or two? Do you know anything yet? Uh, not really, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, the Swedes, Russians too. Yeah. So there's so many in French too. There's so many languages that it's going on in the locker room that I have no idea. So it, it's yeah. on, on that though the room. I mean, it's a, it's a diverse group, a lot of different backgrounds. But most of you guys, for the most part, it seems like between 25, 28. It's a, it's a young group. A lot of guys in their prime. Just what's that room like? Because obviously fans can't go in there. We're not in there this year. But everyone talks about what a nice room that is. Yeah, it's awesome. It seems like everyone's uh, kind of like everyone's everyone's biggest fan. So someone does something good everyone's the first one to cheer you up and and same with if you do something bad they're always there to cheer you up and everyone supports each other i mean yeah there's nothing bad to say about our room like everyone's a really really nice guy off the ice too and i mean i love every one of those guys so and you talk about that i've seen you guys get really amped up for other guys when marchy got his hat trick the, the bench went wild but when gudis got his first goal the other day it seemed like the bench really went crazy just how happy were you guys for for radko they're the last player on the team to to get that first goal this year yeah it, he's had tons of chances yeah. too it's, <laughs> it's the way it goes sometimes but yeah everyone was so excited i mean yeah rocco's here Goody's such a big part of the team and he plays hard every single night and to see him get rewarded with a goal i mean it's Huge for the bench. For sure. And going off something Jameson mentioned, the the bond that you guys have, it seems like you guys have a group that just genuinely really does enjoy being around each other. Was there a time where you felt like that really took hold? I mean, is that one of the one of the silver linings from last season where you really couldn't go out and do much, so everybody was kind of forced yeah. to just uh, be around each other all the time? Yeah, I think so too. I think even last year, like when I got here, everyone was really all the leadership there was really welcoming and. Everyone kind of took me in, and I mean, I think there was a lot of new guys that came last year too, and I kind of started from there, coming in last year, everyone was kind of new, getting to know each other, and I think we just kind of kept on developing uh, friendships and growing together, so I think that was huge, and the leadership group has been huge too. And you mentioned it earlier, contracts already done uh, after this year, just how much of a relief is that? And also just, are you starting to plant some roots here now? Do you feel like you're kind of becoming a local here, and the fact that you know you're gonna be here for a while? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I mean, uh, it was nice to kind of get it over with in the summer and kind of just relax and just focus, be able to focus on hockey and not be frustrated about, so, like, you, you know you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, who knows what could happen if I got hurt or something, like, be stressed out or mm -hmm. anything like that. So, I mean, it was just nice to get it done with, focus on, my whole focus is on the team, so. That's nice, and yeah, I've been uh, in Fort Lauderdale, I've been living in Fort Lauderdale, and I absolutely love it, I mean, it's awesome. If you got a free night for dinner in Fort Lauderdale, where are you going? Where's like the top spot? The top spot? I mean, maybe Louis Bossy's is good, yeah, you can't, be, you can't, can't be go Louis wrong Bossy, with that, yeah. yeah. 
Never had a bad meal at Louis Bossy. Yeah. Quali- it's always right there. Yeah, the I'll, I'll go with Louis Bossy. It's a good vibe in there, too. Yeah. yeah. You, you like the back? You like the garden back? You yeah. like the rowdy kind of bar front? I think I like the yard in the back. It's yeah. awesome, especially when it's a nice night out. It's it's the best. Yeah. Hey, do you guys go out for dinner quite a bit locally? Like you say, you do on the road. You you guys have some 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 team night outs uh, here and there. Sometimes I think a lot of guys when they get free times, they're hanging out with their family mm-hmm. or their wife or whatever. But I mean, some guys still go out and enjoy nights together and go for dinner, hang out. So I think uh, yeah. And just bringing it back to the ice now, like Doug's been talking about. Past the 50 game mark, playoff races heating up. Just how excited are you guys to? Obviously, you got to play the games, but just once you do eventually get there, how excited are you guys to get back in the postseason after getting that taste last year? Yeah, I think everyone's so excited. I mean, we're really excited about our group. We know how good we can be, and obviously, you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs. Anything could happen, but I think we have a really good chance to go far or win a couple of rounds or win it all. You know what I mean? So. I mean, uh, yeah, everyone's so excited, and we, we definitely believe in our group. Are you a standings watcher? Some guys maybe say they pay more attention to it than others, but I've always been a believer that even if guys say they don't look at the standings, they probably still pay attention to the standings a little bit. You keep tabs on it? Yeah, a little bit. I'd say not every game. Like probably. It's right there on your phone, though, these days. Yeah, it's yeah. easy. You go on the NHL app, yeah. just hit it. So, yeah, I, I honestly wouldn't even know our record right now. I think it's probably like 37-10 and – or 11 or something. It's around that, yeah. You're close. You're close, yeah, you're close. You're close. Yeah, so, I mean, I check it probably once every, say, three games, maybe, four games, probably. And on that yeah. note, I mean, you've been through the big games before. You've been in the playoff races before. Last thing here from, from me before we wrap it up. But you've seen these important games. As you get later into the year, do you have to approach it any differently? You've talked a little bit about this, but do you have to approach it any differently, knowing what's at stake late in the season? I think we... We kind of stick with what works. I mean, we've been doing it all year, and I think nothing really changes. If we try and change everything now, it's going to, like, we're not going to be used to playing, and it, things might happen. I mean, I think we stick with make, what makes us kind of good and uh, kind of stick with that. I mean, yeah. And you guys have already, you know, put yourselves to the test against the other best teams in the league, come out on top in most of those games. But you haven't played the Toronto Maple Leafs yet. That's kind of the last team in the East. You guys really haven't gone head-to-head with the season. You do get to go up there later this month. Are you guys excited for that one? Because, like I said, you, you've gone up against all the other big teams in the East at this point. Yeah, for sure. It's always – I don't think – we haven't played them in a couple of years. So, I mean, it's always exciting to play a really good team from and see what they're all about. Kind of like it was – like playing Vegas the other couple, probably about a month ago, it was interesting to see what, what they're all about, what their game's all about. So, I mean, yeah, it's definitely exciting. It's always fun going to Canada to play hockey and in Toronto too and I, Montreal too. So, I mean, we're excited. Well, Carter, we thank you very much for stopping by here on Territory Talk. It's been a while. Great to catch up with you. And uh, I know we, we can't wait to see you and your teammates here playing in these important games down the stretch. For sure. Thank you for having me. We're really excited. Big thanks to Panthers forward Carter Verhage for taking some time out for Jamison Olive and me on this week's edition of the Territory Talk podcast. Again, you can find that at floridapanthers.com slash territory talk. New episodes each and every week, so be on the lookout for those. Big thanks to Carter for stopping by the show. Second year as a Panther, having another great season as a Panther. So great to catch up with him and hear from him on how the season's gone from his perspective. The Panthers 
Panthers and the Detroit Red Wings coming your way tonight. It's going to be a 6 o'clock face-off. We'll have it all across the radio network, beginning with Panthers preview at 5.30. We'd love to see you out at FLA Live Arena tonight. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. And Panthers fans, it's not too early to start planning for the 2023 NHL All-Star Game here in South Florida. Come see some of the biggest stars across the league, showcase their skills, and enjoy some South Florida sun. Pre-sale access is available to territory members. For more information, go to FloridaPanthers.com slash members. Panthers and the Red Wings tonight at 6 to wrap up this homestand. Joining me on the other side of the break to talk about that and more from Florida Hockey Now, George Richards will stop by the show. That's coming up straight ahead. I'm Doug Plagans. This is the Panthers Insider Show right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Hey everybody, welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Florida Panthers hockey. Special guest coming your way here in just a moment. The Panthers wrapping up a five-game homestand tonight. The Detroit Red Wings are in town. It's a 6 o'clock face-off across the Panthers radio network. We'll have it all beginning with Panthers preview at 5.30. That's coming up this evening, so we'd love to see you out there. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. Again, a 6 o'clock face-off, Panthers and Detroit, but if you can't make it, we'll have you covered across the Panthers radio network. And Panthers fans, go to FLATeamShop.com for your exclusive Panthers licensed merchandise, including one-of-a-kind game-use gear, hockey-inspired fashion apparel, and much more. Shop now at FLATeamShop.com Com. Well, the Panthers play tonight against Detroit. Then it's off to the road. They're in Buffalo Monday at 7 in Pittsburgh for a big test Tuesday at 7. Back home to take on the Philadelphia Flyers at FLA Live Arena coming up on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Again, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. But kind enough to join us here on this edition of the Panthers Insider Show from Florida Hockey Now. He's been covering the Florida Panthers for a long time, has his finger on the pulse of the Florida Panthers like not many others do. He is George Richards. George, thanks for stopping by. Big game for the Panthers tonight, but thanks for joining us here in the morning. Hello, Doug. How are you today? We're doing great uh, and even better now that I've had a chance to chit-chat with you here this morning. So why don't we get right into it, George? The Panthers, they were looking for a big response on Thursday night against Ottawa for a number of reasons. First of all, the Panthers had dropped three straight games, which was somewhat uncharted territory for this team on home ice over the course of the year, the way things have gone, but uh, also because... Ottawa coming in, a team that's very much in transition, and if you're the Panthers and you're vying for the top spot in the division, that's simply a game that you had to have for a number of different reasons. The Panthers went out and took care of business. What did you think about the uh, bounce-back game there on Thursday night? Well, I, what I was impressed about Thursday night was that the, the Florida Panthers stuck to it, right? I mean, you, you heard the players, you heard uh, Andrew Burnett talk about the Panthers not abandoning their game plan. They stuck with it, um, even though it had to be frustrating. I mean, they were taking shot after shot after shot, and good ones, high-quality shots against Anton Forsberg of the Ottawa Senators and not getting anything through. Uh, they stayed with it. Um, good for Ottawa. I mean, my goodness, they were getting outshot by 30, it seemed. Um, and it ended up being a 30-shot differential. But they were right there. It was a one nothing game, and anything could happen, but it didn't. Florida was able to get two quick goals in the third period and and, and, and that, and you're right, Doug. The Panthers had to have that game. And again tonight against Detroit, that's a game that you, you've got to have. I mean, Detroit's way down there in the standings. Uh, 
you know, if you're going to battle for first, you got to win these games. George Richards, Florida Hockey Now, kind enough to take some time out for us here on the Panthers Insider Show, getting you set up for tonight's game as the Panthers welcome in Detroit. Looking back at the week that was, looking ahead to uh, the schedule that, well, lies in front of us here. And as we look back at the game on uh, against Ottawa back on Thursday night, the Panthers were able to get things going offensively, and it, it took uh, it took. I guess just repeated stick-to-itiveness, if you will, for the Panthers because Anton Forsberg was having himself a game. The Panthers ended up with 48 shots on net, but it was the energy guys, if you will, that were able to break through. Mason Marchment, Patrick Hornquist had a couple of points, Ryan Lomberg a big goal late, and that speaks to the depth that this team has. If uh, if a team is able to somehow neutralize those top six guys, uh, you know, you have some of the, the, the depth forwards that are able to come through and, and break through. Yeah, and the Panthers can play two styles of games, right? They were out there bombing away, and yet the three goals come from inside the blue paint. I mean, all three goals were right there at the doorstep. Florida got down and dirty. They got into the dirty areas. Um, You're going to have to do that moving forward. I mean, right now they've got 30-something games remaining. All these games are for seeding right now. Florida is in the playoffs. There's no doubt about that. Um, But when the playoffs start, you're going to have to be able to do the things that the Panthers did last night. They played terrific defensive hockey. They kept kept, uh, Ottawa out of the Florida zone pretty much the entire night Thursday. Um, And they were able to get in in front and, and clear space and do that kind of stuff. You look at Ryan Lomberg, you look at Mason Marchman even, playing up on the top line, Mm. but he's that kind of guy. Uh, Patrick Hornquist, obviously. Uh, Very nice night for those guys. Uh, We always talk about Barkov and Huberdeau and Bennett and Reinhardt and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But it's those guys that are going to get your goals in the playoffs. Those are the kind of games you win in double overtime, you know. Yep, that's what it takes to uh, break through in the playoffs and goals like that and uh, players like that can make players the like that, make yeah. the difference in a series uh, oftentimes. George Richards, Florida Hockey Now here with us. And this isn't dwelling on the three-game losing streak, more looking at it and saying, what can the Panthers take from that? And George, when you look at those those three games the Panthers lost on home ice, you had Nashville and, uh, and you had uh, Columbus and then Edmonton. To me, the one common denominator was for one reason or another, it was three teams that were battling for their lives. Whether it was trying to protect a playoff spot or trying to make a push to get into a playoff spot. Is that maybe the lesson that the Panthers can take from that stretch of games is that, you know, going down the stretch here, they may be the team. They're going to have a better record most nights than the teams that they're going to play. But uh, some of the teams they're going to play are, are going to be they're going to be on the side of, of desperation. Is that uh, a lesson the Panthers could take from from maybe that small sample size of games? Well, you would think so. I mean, the Panthers have talked about playing with a target on the back. Uh, they're not used to that, right? The Florida Panthers aren't used to being the hunted um, and, and here they are and, and I think that games like last week against Nashville and they were all separate games there were different reasons why Florida lost those games um, and I think you can learn something from all of them but that one underlying thing is um, Florida sees how these underdog teams are going to play them everybody wants to beat the Florida Panthers now the Panthers, all those years, you know, the Panthers were the team playing the spoiler. Oh, well, the Panthers can go to Detroit and, and mess up Detroit's three, you know, eight game winning streak or whatever it is. Now that's Florida on the flip side of that. And they have to learn how to deal with it. Um, and you could only learn how to deal with that is have it happen. And, and they got, they got a taste of it last week. They got a taste of it Thursday night against Ottawa. That's what, you know, Ottawa was given everything they, they were just trying to play a good road game and stick around and see what happens. 
um, you know, Panthers are going to see a lot of that moving forward. Yeah, there are teams that are going to come in here. You could be coming in on a on a rough stretch, but if you come into FLA Live Arena, you could be on a losing skid, but you could look at it and say, you know what? doesn't matter what's gone on before today. Uh, if we're able to get a win in Sunrise, that could be something to, to hang our hat on, and I think there are going to be a lot of teams looking at it that way. It's the Panthers and the Detroit Red Wings coming your way tonight. And this Atlantic Division race, George, it's really, really heated up. We knew it would be a heck of a race all season long between the Panthers and Tampa Bay and and uh, Toronto. So, uh, I mean, I guess I'd imagine looking at it here, it's probably played out the way you thought it would. It's It looks like one that's going to go down to the wire. In your mind, I guess it goes without saying as well, there's a ton of incentive to get that top spot. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I was speaking with someone about that yesterday. Uh, the Florida Panthers really want to win this Atlantic division, and it's not just for the banner <laughs> that goes up here at FLA Live Arena or whatever. It's because of the matchup, because right now, if you end up 2-3, you likely open against Tampa or Toronto, uh, unless Boston somehow gets in there, which I don't think they're going to at this point. So it's Florida, it's Tampa, it's Toronto. Those are the top three in the Atlantic. Florida wants to be number one because that's a huge difference. It's it's the difference between playing a Toronto-Tampa or playing the Washington Capitals, who look very beatable. Now, sometimes you don't you know you don't want to work. You want to do the best you can and see where the chips lay. You don't want to lose games to, to get an opponent. We've seen that backfire on teams before. But if you can if you do the best you can and you end up winning the division, and and you know whatever whoever you get you get. But I, I think it's 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 imperative for Florida to try and win that division. Looking at the Eastern Conference as a whole, do you think the the eight playoff teams are pretty well set? I know Washington's uh, fall on some difficult times lately. The Columbus Blue Jackets are really happy with how their season has has gone after a. A bit of a slow start, but looking at the way things are right now, do you think do you think the eight that are in there now here uh, in early March are going to be the eight that are in there when this thing's all said and done? Yeah, I think the eight are set. I mean, I, I, Columbus has made a nice little push. Uh, they came in here winning eight of ten. They beat the Panthers. Um, and even during that stretch, they, they, they caught up to Washington a little bit. I think the, the lead right now is 10 points. Washington, that's going to be, that's too much for Columbus to overtake. Uh, Washington's been here before. The, the Capitals know that as long as they're in, they're in. They'll see what happens in the playoffs. They'll flip that light switch when it when the time comes. But, uh, yeah, the eight teams, the, 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 the Western Conference is fun to watch. The Atlantic, the, the Eastern, not so much. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, it's just going to be, you know, one, two, three, one, two, three. It's going to be like a dance class. George, looking at uh, this Florida Panthers team and specifically the cornerstone guys, the guys that have been here the longest, Barkov, Huberto, Ekblad, when you look at those three, we've always known of the all-world ability and skill that the three have, but uh, as they've really turned into, as I said, the cornerstones, the guys that this is their team, is there anything that you could really point to that's, uh, that you've seen you know, in the way they've grown, anything you can point to as the years have gone by? I think you've seen them assert themselves a lot more. Um, I don't think Aaron Eckblad ever had that problem. He was even, you know, as an 18-year-old kid fresh out of Windsor uh, playing here at the Panthers, you could see that, that, that guys listened to him. Um, guys that were older listened to Aaron Eckblad. But I think you've seen, you've seen a change in that direction from Jonathan Huberdeau and, and Sasha Barkov. Certainly, Sasha, we know his personality. That's not, he's not Mr. Rah-Rah. But we've seen him jaw at the refs a few times. We've never seen that before. Uh, Sasha's a leader by example. We, we've heard that from various coaches and, and his teammates. They marvel at his off. Then that hasn't changed since day one. Jonathan Huberto, though, 
We saw it last year in Tampa, how upset he was when the Panthers lost to the Lightning, and he looks like an, ab- an absolute beast this year. Um, he looks, you know, I, I just think that just the maturity level of the three players, um, the leadership abilities of all three have changed, morphed into something different than they were. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they know they're the cogs. They're, this is what the Florida Panthers have built themselves around. Those are the three guys, and they're taking pride in that. One week ago, George, we had the top three scoring leaders in the league at FLA Live Arena at one time when Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid of Edmonton were uh, were in here and, and, of course, Jonathan Huberto of the Panthers. Tonight, the uh, a little bit different yeah. uh, trio. It could be, uh, you know, this is, these are three guys that are going to be vying for the Calder Trophy as the NHL's top rookie between Anton Lindell, the Panthers, and Moritz Seider and Lucas Raymond over on the Detroit side. I guess uh, kind of a two-part question here. First, Anton Lindell, what's continued to impress you about his game, and how impressed are you as we continue to see young guys, it seems like younger and younger, come in and make an impact so soon? Well, I, I think that like, like Sasha Barkov, uh, Anton Lundell had, you know, a lot of pro experience, or at least a little bit of playing with guys much older than him in the men's league um, in in Finland, and that helped his development. Uh, be you know, Bill Zito told me last year we're going to leave him in Finland, let him play his season out, let him experience all that stuff, and then come in. Nice, clean start here in the summer with the Panthers. I think that's helped him. But what's impressed me, Doug, is what you asked. Uh, what's impressed me, though, is, is he's, you know, he's, he's an alpha guy. I mean, he, he's like, like, like I was talking about Ekblad. Uh, you know, older guys listen to him because he's just he's that kind of personality. He's a, he's a natural leader. Um, and he's also playing for one of the best teams in the NHL and playing a big role on that team. I think that kind of gets lost in the uh, the Calder Trophy talk. Everybody wants to look at the fancy stats from these guys who were playing on, you know, last place teams or, you know, teams that are out of the playoffs um, and, and not looking at what Lundell has done, the importance that he – the important role that he plays on a first-place team. And I, I, I don't think that you can – you know, shove that in a corner. I, I think Lundell has been terrific. He's a, he's a relied upon guy. You look at him, he's on the first penalty kill. Um, if the Florida Panthers are protecting a one nothing lead, he's on the ice in those final minutes. If the Florida Panthers are trying to score a goal in the final minutes, he's probably going to be out there, or at least he's going to be close to it. So um, Anton Lundell has done nothing but impress me. Uh, this is a guy that came into training camp a little late because he had an injury at development camp. And we didn't know what was going to happen with him, where he was going to start the season. He started the season here in Florida and hasn't looked back. It's been a tremendous rookie season so far for Anton Lundell. Yeah, making a real splash. And there might be rookies when the season is said and done that have more goals or more points, but that could be because they had more power play time, more of those top six minutes. Anton Lundell's been in the third-line role most of the year, hasn't uh, always been in the the power play rotation. But at the same time, he's doing things that are showing just how much the coaching staff trusts him he's getting more penalty kill time than anybody and that might not always show up in the box score but it sure shows up in terms of helping a team win hockey games so there's no doubt that Anton Lindell has uh, been incredibly impressive and uh, a huge difference maker for this Panthers team Uh, George if the Panthers are going to have success tonight against the Detroit Red Wings as they close out this homestand again we'll have it across the radio network tonight beginning at 5 30 with Panthers preview puck drops shortly after 6 p.m. we'd love to see you at FL LA Live Arena tonight, but uh, again, if you can't make it, we'll have you covered on the radio side, FloridaPanthers.com by the way, to get your tickets. If the Panthers are going to have success tonight against Detroit as they start up a string of 
three games in uh, four nights and four games in six nights, what needs to happen? Well, uh, you know, Detroit played last night in Tampa Bay. Uh, so they're going to come out with a little bit of jump. You know, that, that first 10 minutes, teams that come off the back-to-back are always flying. So the Panthers would like to take control of the game from the start. Should be a very nice crowd tonight here at in, in Sunrise. Uh, but just, again, control the puck. The Panthers are one of the great possession teams in the National Hockey League. Um, if they're able to control the puck, they're going to be going up against a backup goaltender most likely. Um you know, control the game flow, uh, get 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 an early lead, and uh, go from there. Yeah, George, looking at that last thing for you, but Bill Lindsay and I talked about it on the broadcast the other night. We've seen games that were more lopsided on the scoreboard, but in terms of possession time, oh. just the eye test oh. of the game back on Thursday night, I can't remember seeing a game. It, it's been a long time since I've seen a game where one team had more of a territorial advantage over the other than what we saw the Panthers do to the Ottawa Senators back on Thursday night. Honestly, the, the only offensive chances I think Ottawa got really were shorthanded, and those were on rushes. They didn't even sustain that possession time. Uh, just looking at the, the chart, I mean, it's just a straight line up. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the Ottawa Senators Senators did not have the puck hardly at all. Maybe three times that I can remember. Um, it's just a wild game for Florida, an absolute dominating game. That really could have been one of those games where Florida got 10. I mean, honestly, it, it could have been uh, just, a, just a gong show. And, and, and listen, give, it, give credit where credit is due. The goalie was absolutely fantastic. Uh, you know, we've heard those chants, we want 10 in this building. Last night could have been that night had any other goalie been in there. That Florida was that good. George Richards, Florida Hockey Now here with us, George. Tell all the folks out there where they can find you. Well, come on over. Visit me at uh, floridahockeynow.com. We've got two, three, four Florida Panther stories up all, all every day. Um, the one-stop shop for Florida Panther news is floridahockeynow.com. You could also follow me on Twitter, at George Richards. It's not Florida Hockey later. It's Florida Hockey now, Florida Hockey right now. And I want to thank George Richards right now for stopping by, taking some time out for us here on this edition of the Panthers Insider Show. George, thanks for stopping by, and we will see you this evening at the game. Thanks for the coffee, man. Really appreciate it, bud. Anytime I take care of my guests here on the Florida Panthers Insider Show. And that's about all the time we have on this exciting edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Big thanks, George Richards, for stopping by the program this week. Again, a quick reminder, we're on the air tonight, 5.30, Panthers preview, 6 o'clock puck drops across the Panthers radio network. Panthers welcoming in the Detroit Red Wings. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. We'd love to see you there. But if you can't make it, as I mentioned, we'll have you covered across the Panthers radio network. 560 WQAM in Miami-Dade and Broward counties, uh, Fox Sports 640 in the Palm Beaches, 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys, the southernmost station in Florida. Panthers Nation, as we like to call it. So lots of different places to tune in. As always, the NHL app has you covered. So uh, again, lots of places to consume Panthers hockey. And as we've been saying a lot, consume Panthers hockey these days in mass quantity. It's good for you here in the 21-22 season. That's all we have for you here on this edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Panthers will be on the road to take on Buffalo Monday at 7, Pittsburgh Tuesday at 7, back home against Philadelphia coming up on Thursday evening at 7 p.m. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com for your tickets. Big thanks, George Richards from Florida Hockey Now for stopping by the program this week. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. I'm Doug Plagans, and this has been the Panthers Insider Show right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 